You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 181 from South America to India, a ministry update. Today I want to give you just a just a brief update on what's been going on the last month and what I've got going on in the future. I don't do this a whole lot, but there are several times during the year when 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 I travel doing uh, missionary work, humanitarian work, and I, and I always like to give an update on that work because some of you actually support financially what we're doing in other parts of the world, and I want to um, give you information, let you know what's going on, because I appreciate you so much. But I want to let you know that this episode of Leading and Learning is brought to you by my book, Peter and Paul and Acts. This is, uh, Acts of the Apostles is probably the most exciting book in the New Testament. You know, the Gospels, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are the Gospels of Jesus. They tell his life. But the the, the Acts of the Apostles is the, the gospel of the Holy Spirit because we see the Holy Spirit operating in the church. We see the birth of the church, early Christianity, and how it spread um, over the first 30 years after Jesus' um, uh, death and resurrection. So it's an exciting book. It's a great book to read along while you're reading your Bible. It'll take you deeper into the Acts of the Apostles. I focus specifically on Paul and on Peter. They're, they are the two most eminent apostles in the early church, and they are worth taking a closer look at. So Peter and Paul and Acts, there will be a link in the show notes. I know you'll love it. Well, okay, we're back. And as I said, I want to give you just an update on what's been going on. I've been traveling for the last month, uh, just got back into the United States last week, spent um, an entire month in South America, and just wanted to let you know what we are doing there. Uh, I'm part of C3 Church Global, uh, which was started in Sydney, Australia back in 1980. Now we have pushing uh, 600 churches throughout the world. My wife and I are a part of the the team here at uh, C3 Church in Atlanta, but we also have churches in South America. And so my first stop was at C3 Church Santos, Brazil. Santos is a beautiful seaport city uh, about an hour outside of Sao Paulo. And if you've never heard of Sao Paulo, it's the sixth largest city in the world. It's got uh, over 20 million people in the surrounding area. It's a huge, huge city. And Santos is a little over half a million people, about 600,000 people. And it's a suburb of that big city. A lot of people don't want to live in that huge, huge, sprawling metropolis. Excuse me. So they live on on the beach, basically. Santos is an, an island 
um, right next to, to, to the mainland, but, uh, you know, it's a, it's a big city. And so the, the first C3 church in South America was planted in Santos by pastors Fabio and Danny. And uh, Pastor Fabio has an interesting story because he was running from God. Uh, he, he, he tells the story that his mother was praying for him, and he knew that if he stayed in Brazil, his mother's prayers would catch up with him. And like so many young men, Fabio just wanted to surf, smoke dope, and chase women, and not necessarily in that order. And he said, you know, I've got to get away from Brazil because if I stay here, God may catch up with me. And so he went to Sydney, Australia, where he learned English and also began to teach English. And while he was in Sydney surfing and smoking dope and chasing women, he was having the best time. But he said there was a young man that uh, he became friends with through surfing, and this, this guy was a little bit different. He he didn't really care that much about smoking dope or, or chasing women, but he kept inviting Fabio to come to church with him. And Fabio said, man, I don't want to go to church. That's the reason I'm here. But uh, he, he said that eventually the guy wore him down. He went to C3 Church in Sydney, Australia, our very first church. Pastor Phil Pringle, um, our founding pastor and the guy who oversees the movement of churches, was preaching that Sunday morning. And and Fabio said that God immediately convicted his heart. The Holy Spirit broke him, and he he went to the front and regave, you know, rededicated his life to Christ. And um, then he spent three years in school of ministry there, and then knew that God was sending him home to plant a church. And now he and his wife Danny, little boy Joshua, um, are, are just doing an amazing job with their church there. It's been tough. Oh God, church planting is so hard, and so. For, for me to, and, and my wife Annie to have the opportunity to minister with these guys, it's, it's been such a privilege. And we've been friends now for a long time. And, um, you know, as I said, I'm, now that we're not living in Brazil, I'm trying to get down there once a year. When we were living there, you know, we'd see them three or four times a year. But um, C3 Santos is a thriving and growing church. Uh, right now they've got a membership of probably close to 200 or 250. Uh, they have around between two services. They have close to 150 people worshiping every week. And what's amazing about this church is so many of the people at C3 Santos became Christians there. Fabio and Danny really have a passion for evangelism. And it's cool if people come from another church. That's great. People leave churches for different reasons, and they've got people who have come from different churches. But the, the percentage is so high of people who are in their church who have come to Christ in that church. So it's an amazing story. And, you know, Fabio and Danny are doing a great job, but one of the things that they did back in 2015 was they inspired another young couple to plant a church about an hour away. Sal Bernardo de Campo is, it actually butts right up to Sao Paulo. Santos is an hour away. Sal Bernardo is maybe 10 or 15 minutes away from, from Sao Paulo. It's right next to it. And Sao Bernardo is a big town itself. It's got a million people. Sao Bernardo is an interesting place because it's where all the car manufacturers are located in Brazil. There's factories there for pretty much you name a car, a car and it's going to be there. Chevrolet, Mercedes, um, Ford, pretty much everyone that, that, that's produced in South America is, is done in Sao Bernardo. So it's a, an affluent city. It's a nice city. But this young couple, uh, Sydney and Raquel, 
had just been broken up uh, by, by, by a church experience. They were serving in another church. They had built the youth group up to about 200 uh, young people that they were ministering to every week. And what's interesting about that was the adult members in the congregation were only about 100. So the, the youth were actually much larger and just thriving. And Sydney and Raquel just were loving them and serving those kids and helping them to find meaning in life. And the pastor, I guess, had had some issues, and, and eventually Sidney and Raquel were asked to leave. Maybe it was jealousy. It's hard to say, but they were eventually asked to leave. And, you know, they were they were devastated because they thought they were doing a good job. And so they said, you know, w- what do we do? I mean, obviously we're failures in ministry because we got fired, so why don't we take a vacation? So they went to the U.S., they came to California, went to California, and were visiting some friends, and... Some people said, you know, there's this church in San Diego that you guys need to check out, C3 Church San Diego. It's, we think it'd be a church that you'd probably like. So they went into C3 San Diego, which is, you know, our, our largest church in the U.S., um, an amazing church pastored by uh, pastors uh, Jurgen and Leanne Matesius. And, and they went into to C3 San Diego, uh, Sydney and Raquel did. They sat in the back. They cried during the worship because it was so beautiful. The sermon, they don't even remember what it was, but they said that Pastor Jurgen spoke directly to them. After the service, they left. Um, their flight for, for the U.S., for, for Brazil, was coming up very soon. They didn't talk to anybody at the church. But when they got back to Brazil, Sidney and Raquel said, God, wouldn't it be awesome to have a church like that in Brazil? And Raquel said, no, that's silly. There's, that's, only, that's, a one, that's only one church. There's no others like that. It's too good to be true. But they got online and they looked and they saw that C3 Santos was only an hour away. So they made contact with pastors Fabio and Danny. They began going. And when they would go to church in Santos, driving an hour, they'd take 15 or 20 people with them every week. And finally, Pastor Fabio said, why don't you guys start a connect group in Sao Bernardo, which they did. And that connect group eventually became a church. And so now they've been going since uh, late 2015, are doing an amazing job. Again, good friends. It's an honor to go and be with them. And so I got to serve with those guys while I was down there, preached a number of times for Pastor Fabio, preached a number of times for Pastor Sidney. And uh, this is a church now that's got a membership of probably pushing close to 200 almost 150 in church every week. They're going to have to add another service very soon because they've almost outgrown their capacity for their auditorium. So it's amazing. Um, you know, you you plant a good church and people's lives immediately start being impacted. We saw on this trip, we saw 11 people come to Christ at Fabio's church. Um, God really touched a lot of people in Sao Bernardo. And uh, so that was our, our time in, in the Sao Paulo area. And then after that, we went to... Uh, Curitiba. And Curitiba was actually where Annie and I lived for five years, from 2012 to 2017. And I was on staff of C3 Curitiba um, as the executive pastor for those years. And, and it's amazing because when we moved to Brazil in 2012, this was a tiny church. It had just gotten started a year before. There were only maybe 40 or 50 people on a Sunday. It was tiny. Well, now they're at almost 200 people every week in worship. Their membership is close to 300. It's an amazing, amazing church. And they, uh, they're they actually now having to look for a building. They've outgrown their, their facility that they've been in for all these years. And 
Um, you know, it's just time to, to move to, to a location where they're going to have more visibility. Pastors Ronald and Chris Berg and their team are doing an amazing job. The church is growing. Um, we had, I think, seven people came to Christ the Sunday that I was there and preached for them. One of the things that I did in, in all three of the churches in, in, in Brazil was I also did a leaders meeting, um, spoke to the leaders, because sometimes it's coming from the outside, I can say things that uh, maybe would be uncomfortable for the pastor to say or might be easier for me to say. And so so I preached, uh, I think, a total of 13 times in Brazil and then once in Chile, which I'll talk about in a minute. But more importantly than just the preaching, it's the one-on-one time with a pastor, sitting across from him over a meal, having a cup of coffee, and just talking. You know, sometimes pastors just need somebody to talk to. If you're in a local church, you know, it's awesome if you could help your pastor carry the load. We have no idea how much of a load pastors of local churches carry. And so to be it for us, for Annie and I, to be able to go and serve local pastors in this setting is just an honor for us. And C3 Curitiba is actually in the process now of launching another church themselves, about three hours south in a, a, a resort town on the beach. So the next trip that I go on, I'll actually be ministering there as well. So that was the first three weeks. And then we went to Chile, Santiago, Chile. A few years ago, uh, a young couple, good friends of ours, actually from C3 Santos, you, you kind of see the pattern here. Pa- Pastors Fabio and Danny are an amazing, an amazing pair. They helped launch C3 Sal Bernardo. They also sent a couple. They're actually number two couple um, to Santiago, Chile to plant a church there. And as I said, church planting is tough. I mean, they've been going now for a couple of years and um, they're, they've got about 25 people there in Santiago, and this is their second 25. They've already had some people come and go, but uh, these folks now, God really seems to be um, getting their roots down, and they start to be they starting to get some momentum so that they can grow as a church. And Santiago, Chile, is, is an interesting place because they don't have the evangelical tradition that we would have here in the U.S. or even in Brazil where the, the, the idea of going to church is a normal thing. Um, Chile is, is mostly Catholic. And even though Brazil's a very, very, Brazil's the largest Catholic nation in the world, the evangelical church there has grown so much over the last 30 years. Chile doesn't have that. There are very few evangelical churches. So the idea of going to church is just a, an odd thing for them. So it's a slow grow. But uh, the, the ones that they have are awesome. And uh, just a quick story, uh, I, I was preaching, and, and we had three or four people raise their hands at the end of the meeting saying that they wanted to become Christians. They wanted to give their lives to Christ. And so I prayed with them, but one of the, the, the two of the people that, that raised their hands was a couple, uh, Mauricio and Rafaela, his wife. And I found out their story later. This is a, an incredibly successful couple. He's an investment banker. She's a a high-level manager for an international shipping company. Um, They're Brazilians living in Chile. And a year ago, they were in a very serious car accident. A drunk driver hit them head-on and almost killed them. I mean, they were both hurt. The drunk driver actually did die. Uh, Mauricio and Rafaela actually recovered from their physical injuries, but the emotional scars of that accident lingered because they weren't believers, they weren't Christians, and they saw how close they had come to dying. 
and they begin to ask questions. What's the meaning of life? Um, what are we living for? I mean, they had everything that the world says you should have to be successful. Money, position, uh, I mean, really everything that you could want, they had. And except in their heart of hearts, in the deepest part of their souls, they weren't fulfilled. They weren't happy. And so they begin, they went on a journey together, looking for God, searching for truth. And as it would happen, Milena and Rafaela used to work together at a shipping company in Brazil. And they found out that, uh, Mauricio and Rafaela found out that their friends Clayton and Milena were now living in Chile. And they reached out and connected, and not knowing that they were even pastors. And they got together to have breakfast one morning. And on a Saturday, ended up spending the entire day together. Uh, the, the couple searching for, for truth and asking question after question to the young pastors. So they came to church twice, were loving it, and then the third Sunday that they came to church, I was there, and I preached, and they, they, they knew that that was the Sunday they needed to give their lives to Jesus. So a beautiful story, and that's the power of the local church. And so that's why we do what we do, is, is helping these guys build their churches, serve them, encourage them, and, uh, and that's why we'll continue to take these trips. But now I'm excited to let you know that I've got another trip coming up in a month to Southeast Asia. I'm going to be going to India. Um, India is, a, is an interesting place. It's been 20 years since I've been there, but I've gotten the opportunity to go and to speak at a, a pastor's conference, actually, that I'm going to be underwriting. Um, but we're going to be doing a pastor's conference in a very, very rural area, and that'll be the first week that I'm there. And these pastors that we're going to be ministering to are village pastors. Most of them don't receive any salary. Most of them also pastor multiple churches. They just hope that the people that they minister to will give them enough food that they can take it home for their family. I mean, they truly live by faith. Some of them have other jobs, obviously, but their their goal in life is to, to be servants of God and to, to serve those that, they, that He's entrusted to them. And so the first week that I'm there, I'll be doing a, a pastor's conference for these guys. And as I was talking with the people, the, the, the young man who's a pastor over there that we were coordinating this and trying to put it together, um, I realized that these men can't even afford to come to this conference. Um, a bus ticket is, is out of the realm of possible for them. And so we began to talk and organize, and, and what I found out is it's, it's really with the exchange rate, with the dollar to rupee exchange rate, it's only about $10 to, to buy a pastor a bus ticket and then provide his food while he's at the conference for a week. The local churches will actually give him a place to sleep. So I said, you know what, $1,000, that's 100 pastors, let's do it. So if you'd like to participate in that, I've already had a number of people say that they wanted to help and, and sponsor some pastors to come to this conference. Um, I'll tell you how you can do that in just a minute. Um, but, uh, you know, this is a great opportunity to go and serve the men and, and women as well, women leaders as well, who are serving others in and, and, and the poorest of conditions. So that'll be the first week that I'm in India. We'll be doing the pastor's conference, um, teaching them, encouraging them, praying for them. But, uh, you know, many of these guys have had no training. They've um, The idea of going to a conference is a luxury. Even a conference done by a Westerner is just a, uh, is a big deal for them. So we want to go and serve them, give them a great time, honor them, and uh, if you'd like to participate in that, it's, it's a real simple process. Just go to my website, davidspell.com, and at the top there's a button that says Donate. 
and all that money will go towards funding this trip and making the uh, um, conference happen. So that's the first week. The second week in India, I'll be with one of our own churches, a C3 church, which is in Hyderabad. Um, I'll be preaching there, doing a leaders meeting for them, and building relationships with our pastors in India. Um, C3 Church is growing all over the world, and one of the things that we, uh, one of our values is we really do consider ourselves a family. And so for me, this is such an honor to go and connect with another part of the C3 family in another part of the world, and to to be able to go and preach and and and, and teach their leaders is is an incredible honor. So again, that's that's what we'll be doing. Well, that is what I've been doing for the last month, and the India trip comes up a month from today. I'm recording this on uh, September 10th. I leave on October 10th. So I would appreciate your prayers. If you want to support the trip, again, davidspell.com. There's a donate button at the top. Um, also at the bottom of every blog post, there's a uh, there's a link that you can click on, and all that money will go towards this India trip. Um, and funding the the pastors conference, and if there's any any left over for that, then you know I'll leave that with the pastors there in the local churches. I'm sure they know how to administer it better than than I do. So that's that's what the plan is for the money. So thank you. If you have any questions, just drop me a note at david at davidspell.com. I'd love to talk to you. Uh, make sure you do drop by davidspell.com and see what's going on there. Check out my blog. Uh, if you don't haven't subscribed, make sure you subscribe. And uh, check out the book, Peter and Paul and Acts. Well, friends, until next time, this is David Spell encouraging you to keep on praying for those that are in other countries. Those who don't know Christ, pray like Jesus said, that God would raise up laborers for the harvest.